What's going on, everybody? This is Robert Frank. You're listening to the glorious House of Gains podcast, episode 42. Tonight, the bros were back from the West Coast, L.A., Vegas. Learn all about it on tonight's show. Let's go. You're listening to the glorious House of Gains podcast. Here's your host, Robert Frank. What's going on, everybody? Robert Frank here. Glorious House Gains Podcast, episode 42. Today is Thursday, January 17th, which is not hump day, but if it was... Hump day, yeah! And I am at the round table of testosterone, which is actually a square because we have a leaf in the middle of the table sitting across from me. Back from a two and a half week hiatus, jacked man with the permanent tan, Ray Worldwide. What's up, Ray? It feels so good to be home. It feels so good to be back on the air. Everybody in the building, let's get it. Let's go. To his left, we have the butcher, the baker, the donut maker, the man that eats all the Wendy's, Joey Bag of Donuts. What's up, Joe? Another one. And to his left, we have the man that steers the ship. I'm not sure if he's on camera or not. Maybe he is, maybe he's not. But we got the Pody. What's up, Ant? What up? I am not on camera. Okay, but he does have a mic in front of him. And uh, I have an empty seat to my immediate right because Jimmy and Vinny are not in the building today. So I just want to say hello to those fine folks. Um, Yeah, we're back. I feel like I've been gone forever. (laughs) I feel like I've been gone forever. Ray Worldwide has been gone forever, um, and it's it was a crazy four days, which we'll get into on the podcast. I did want to start out by reading some of the podcast feedback that uh, we've gotten over the past couple of weeks. I did let you guys know on Instagram that I was going to personally thank each and every one of you who sent me a screenshot showing that you were subscribed to our podcast. Didn't matter if it was iTunes. SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, whatever, didn't matter. As long as you showed that you were subscribed, I was going to get back to each and every one of you. Same thing happened this time that happened two or three weeks ago. I got slammed with fucking DMs. So I'm still in the process of getting back to everybody. So if you've subscribed, you sent me a screenshot, I will be getting back to you. So just be a little bit patient, guys. I really appreciate you guys subbing to the show. That's number one. Um, number two is, I forgot actually what number two is, but how are you guys tonight? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I have this little, like, I think I have like amnesia or something well, like that. Normal you, people write it down. had it the whole weekend. Yeah. Right, Joe? He's had amnesia yeah, the whole dude, weekend. Yeah, we were bro. asking you when we were in LA if you have Alzheimer's. I think I have something, bro. Well, my grandmother had Alzheimer's, so. Yeah, but you're too young to oh, have that. Oh, I know what I wanted to do. I wanted to read the podcast feedback. That's <laughs> what we're go. doing. Okay. So this one comes in from a uh, Joe Rogan on Instagram. He says, your show is better than mine. I don't know why I'm number one ranked, but you guys are the shit. So thank you very much at Joe Rogan. Uh, This one comes in from at the rock. Here we go again. (laughs) Why? Why did you block me on Instagram? You sexy bastard. I love your podcast. Keep up the good work, bros. Okay, so that's from at the rock. Never heard of her. Um, and last but <laughs> last but not least, we have some podcast feedback from an at Kendra Lust XXX who says, guys, I wish I was there to mud wrestle MBJ in the mud pit 
and um, take it up the ass by Bay Worldwide. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, yes, definitely. So, thank you guys very Wait, much. Hold on one for, what's that? Little oh, we have a super chat donation. Okay, John Vincent in the house tonight because Robert is clearly out of mustache wax. So he left a nice super chat so I could go out and wax my mustache. Yeah, I didn't really fuck with it today. It's been a long day. We also have another super chat coming in from WWE fan 1345 with a donation to the show. Thank you very much, WWE fan. Pody, if you can uh, keep an eye to see if he has like a comment or question. As we're going through the show, make sure that we get that read. If you guys are going to be so generous to leave a Super Chat donation during this podcast or in live stream, please make sure you have a question or comment attached so the bros can, uh, you know, we can discuss. So um, I see that Jeff Powers is also in the house, Max Powers NB, who was our guest last week on the show. I've gotten nothing but fucking crazy feedback from that episode how good it was. It was good to, you know, the bros are very fucking, um, we're immature. We, we run like this, like, comedy sideshow, like, you know, we, we do what we do. But we are the misfits. We are, we are misfits. So, not the Del, not to be confused with the Delray misfits, but when you have, uh, you know, someone uh, of, the, uh, of the likes of a Max Powers MB on the show, you have to be a little bit more serious. You have to ask the questions, and you have to let him tell his story, which was fabulous. And thank you, everybody, who reached out and said thanks for having him on the show. And um, you guys learned a lot, and I thought it was a great episode. So before I begin, we have another super chat coming in from Jose Hugo, who says, Hey, Robert, I love the show. You guys rock. Huge fan from Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you so much, Jose. Uh, your, your super chat and your comment is appreciated by all the bros. You know, after the podcast last week ended, I immediately thought to myself, that was the worst podcast we've ever done. It was boring as hell. Whoa. Now. Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> Listen, let me explain myself. Go ahead. You got a lot of explaining to do because I thought it was glorious. I know that. Um, and then, like I said, I thought it was just terrible. But I, I listened to it once. I still thought it was terrible. And then what I did was... <laughs> I went on your Facebook, and I happened to come across a bunch of comments right. of people who found the heart attack very relatable, and it actually was motivating for them to uh, to like get you know get into shape a little bit and take care of themselves a little bit more. Um, and then I listened to it one more time, and then I started to hear that it was a much more serious podcast, and it wasn't so much like a joking around, loose podcast like we normally do. Very little comedy, wasn't very funny, but it was very serious. So I no, no longer feel the same way anymore, and I do not think that it was a terrible podcast anymore. I think once in a while we need to have podcast episodes like that where we do something a little bit more serious, um, you know, just because it's important to do that. It's like, dude, eventually we're going to have, like, the president of the United States on. Maybe not Donald Trump, but down down the road... We may have a president that's uh, that's on the show, if it's not myself, because I see a lot of Robert Frank 2020s in the comment section. Wait till 24. I don't think you got what it takes yet. Yeah. I yeah. think that this podcast, with the bros that we have at the table, would welcome the Donald. I think it would be a shit oh, show podcast. I, w- I would Number take one it. rated. 
I'd ask him how many times because he dropped, he, yeah, does yeah, he, he fuck dropped, his wife in the ass. I'd ask all he dropped kind of pussy questions. bombs like oh, he's God. right up with the talk. Yeah, so he, yeah, he definitely would fit in with bros. Uh, <laughs> Matt Olivo chiming in with the super chat. Thank you so much, Matt. And Jake Smith, uh, super chat coming in says Jake Smith and Matt Olivo bench a lot. Okay, good. What's a lot, guys? Let me let me see what you guys are benching. But yes. Glorious podcast with Max Powers MB last week. It shows the versatility of the bros. We don't always have to be uh, up to our own shenanigans, even though, you know, that is what our show is about. Speaking of that, I need to address two quick things before we get into the bulk of the show, which is two weeks ago, before we had Max Powers MB on the show, we had, uh, we focused a lot of the show around the, the tra- um, what is he, uh, drag queen, the kid Desmond who's, uh, I, I kept saying was eight years old and danced at gay strip clubs. I went and did some research just because I don't want to look like a dummy. Desmond is actually 11 years old, oh. and, he, and he was not, da- yeah, so that makes it even better, right? He's not 11 years old. I'm sorry, he's not eight years old. He's 11 years old, and he was not dancing at a gay strip club. He was dancing on the bar at a notorious well-known gay bar, just like a regular bar where people go in and get drinks, um, and guys were waving dollar bills and fanning him, making it rain on an 11-year-old child. So, yes, still fucked up, disturbing. Parents need to get their fucking ass whooped, and that's really all I got to say about that. While I'm on... Can I chime in on that? Yeah, chime in, please. Just because the visual now was in my head. Yeah. Could you imagine having a girl that's even... 16. Right. And a bar where you're supposed to be 21. It would be a fucking outrage, bro. Outrage. Just take, I mean, just, okay. So 2019 is all about equality, right? Men and women are equal. There's this fucking chick in the WWE that's, uh, I forget the fuck her name, but her gimmick is she's the man. And it's like all over the place. She's like big on social media. Her like, her, her tag is at the man, I think. But she's a female. Now, I don't know if the man is short for the woman or if she really thinks she's a dude, but she's apparently really over right now with WWE and she's doing well and she's killing it on social media. But everything is supposed to be equal, right? Now, reverse the roles a little bit. Let's take this 11-year-old Desmond who's a dude dressing up as a chick and just make it a chick dressing up as a dude. I don't think we'd have the same reaction and people would be like, let them do what they want to do. They're people too. They have feelings. They know what they want. Bull fucking shit. There would be, the place would be closed down. <laughs> well, you could just reverse it and say, if you take a child who is gay and they go to a gay club, can you take a straight First of female? all, why is a fucking 11-year-old at in a, in a bar, bar anyway? Well, that's my question. So I'm not even concerned about a child being gay. I mean, that's completely fine. My thing is, if you were to take a like 11-year-old female straight girl and bring her to a straight club and have her dance on the bar, right. people would be like, what the fuck is going on exactly, right now? Exactly, exactly. So that, but that now people concerning. have to tiptoe around and be so sensitive because of the times and... You don't want to offend anybody. Um, so speaking of offending, I did... Oh, I see that we're lagging here in the live stream. Uh, well, it is on my part. But anyway, um, here's what I wanted to say. I read a comment that came through on one of the posts that I did sometime last week. And it was from someone who is supposedly a longtime supporter of, of mine, the Robert Frank 615, just brand altogether. 
Um, big fan of the podcast, so he says. But he left a really long message saying uh, how we do a great show. He loves the bros, but we need to quit the uh, the gay talk. Like, no one wants to hear us bash gay people. No one wants to hear us talk about transgenders and fucking drag queens and shit like that. So I'm, and he said, in his exact words were, you need to learn to adapt to what's going on here in 2019 where everything is acceptable. First of all, I forget what your name was, but thank you for being a fan of the podcast and the bros and supporting everything, the merch, the steel, the cameos, whatever else you do. But there's no goddamn way that I need to adapt to anything. And I've said this in the past. I have no problem with gays. And this is going to be the last time of this show we're going to talk about gay shit. I have no problem with gays. Okay? I joke around and I say I have no problem with gays if both chicks are hot. That's just a joke that I say because I had a t-shirt of that fucking 20 years ago. This is a different time now. I know that people are super fucking sensitive. So just for the record, everybody listening... If you are gay, I give no fucks. I consider sexual preference like rooting for a sports team. If you're a fuck, Joey's a Yankee fan, right? And I'm a Mets fan. As long as Joey isn't shoving down my throat every five fucking minutes, posting on Instagram every five fucking minutes, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a Yankee fan. Go Yankees. Go Yankees. Mets suck. Yeah, and that's from the Pody, ladies and gentlemen. This is why you shouldn't have a mic. (laughs) But... What I'm saying is I don't give a fuck what you do. If you're gay, as long as you're not trying to fuck me or if you are not trying to get me to fuck you, I don't care. The one way that I have adapted, and I admit this, over the past couple of years since I've been on social media, everything is under a fucking microscope, everything that you do, and things that we would have said five, ten years ago, even maybe three years ago, you really can't say anymore because you offend people. So here's how I've adapted to the person that says you need to adapt. I've adapted, and I don't want you to bleep this out. I want to keep this on there. I no longer will openly out loud say the word faggot, which five years ago, if you're just bullshitting with your bros and, hey, you want to go out to the bar tonight? Nah, I'm really tired. Come on, bro. Stop being a faggot. That's just how we talk. That didn't mean we were being, like, degrading gay people or something like that. Just like I openly, consciously don't use the word retard anymore because I have a friend on social media who has an autistic kid, and he takes offense to that word. So I'm very careful with using the faggot word, using the retard word. That's how I've adapted. But for someone to say, like, that I need to adapt and I need to be okay with everything, listen, if, if... I walked up to a cat and it fucking barked at me. I'd be like, yo, that's fucking weird. And I'm sure everybody else would too, right? I mean, d- agree or disagree? The reason I disagree... Because you're looking at me like stone cold right now. Well, because <laughs> the reason I disagree with you is because I have to take it from the side of whoever you are looking at like they're weird. So if I'm the 11-year-old kid who's already uncomfortable that I'm gay... Because the public doesn't accept oh, me. Oh, clearly that kid Desmond is not uncomfortable that he's gay or Rob, whatever. I'm talking he is. about. I'm talking okay, about like the suicide rate of people gotcha, who are either gotcha. homosexual. Shout or, out to August Ames, who I've blown many loads to, who was bullied for like being like not, exactly. Yeah, there's there's dude. So many people have different reasons, and they and they kill themselves. Yeah. So the whole my whole mentality when I'm trying to be judgmental or whatever, whether I have a preference or not. 
I, I try to always now think like a lot of people end up killing themselves over, you know, comments, you know, about whether they're gay or whether whatever it is. So I, uh, I have adapted because I don't want to be on the receiving end of, you know, being the reason someone ended up doing something terrible. And, uh, you know, that's just my feelings on it. So I, I don't know. It's, it's a touchy subject, but... Um, yeah, that's my thoughts I'm, on I'm it. just saying, I wanted to get it all out there in the open, just so anybody out there, because I know, listen, it's so different in 2019, um, and I probably have many gay followers. I don't have a problem with what you do. Just don't shove it down your throat. Just like me, I don't fucking shove that I'm a straight white male down your fucking throat every fucking day. Ugh. I don't post about it on Instagram. I'm offended. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's like, and we've said this in the past, like, if you are, if you are a straight... It doesn't matter what race you are, but if you are if you are straight and you're dating someone of the same race as yourself, you're fucking wrong. That's the way that they make you feel. But anyways, we have some super chats to get into. Jeff Powers left us a nineteen dollar, uh, twenty dollar super chat. Thank you so much, Jeff. He um, left a comment too. Oh, did a he? Ways down, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm gonna see if I can get there. I know that we're lagging, guys, on the live stream. We're having some issues here, but thank you for uh, being patient with us. Um, I do see Joshua Navarro in the house, so I'm sure that we're going to get some um, some lols coming up. Uh, Anthony Brooks chiming in. Hey, Rob, never miss a podcast. Hope you and the roundtable of testosterone are doing awesome. Just found out my wife is pregnant. So congratulations, Anthony. I hope that... Um, what was the name, Anthony what? Anthony Brooks. Okay. He said his wife is pregnant. I, I'm, I'm, that is obviously a good thing, but I'm hoping that it was a good plan thing. And not he's sending like that a, to you because of the hard AF pills he purchased. Oh, shit. Anthony, or did, did you he, get your wife he, pregnant on hard AF? Did man? he say it's his? He just said my wife's pregnant. He didn't say anything It's like, his, goddammit, Joey. Jesus Christ. All right. This one comes in from I am underscore Ivan Fuentes just to support the glorious broski. Thank you so much, Ivan. Um, I did miss you this West Coast trip, but next time I'm out there, which I, I, we'll get into it later in the show, but I should be out there a little bit more often over the next couple of weeks. We definitely need to catch up and get a lift in. Matt Olivo chimes in with another super chat. Jake and I are 14, bench 250. He benches 250, and he benches 205. So for 14-year-olds, that's a lot of fucking weight, man. <laughs> I was benching like 95 pounds I'd like at 14. to know height and weight. Yeah. Because that seems like a lot. Height, height and weight definitely uh, plays a part in that. Max Powers MB, I think this is the comment that we're referring to, uh, is supporting the podcast and the Joey Bags transformation. Uh, we do have another super chat there. They keep rolling in here. This one comes in from Joey TV. says, keep up the great work, fellas. I'm posting on my son's account. LOL, Steve Squig. So thank you so much, my man. And let's see what else we have here. I think I missed one. Okay, Big Dog Willie chiming in. That sounds like a personal problem. I'm not sure what he's referring to, but thank you so much for the Super Chat donation. So now we've covered Desmond. Desmond is 11. He's not 8. Danced at a gay bar, not a gay strip club. That's cleared up. Um, All the gay people out there, I've got no problem with you. Just don't try to fuck me and don't shove it down my throat that you're gay. If you're going to be gay, be gay and be happy about it. Just like I'm straight and I'm happy about it. Um, what else do we got here before we move along here? Anything, guys? There's a lot of silence. I just, just because fu- finding sub- out that Joe is um, special needs this weekend was pretty in- was kind of groundbreaking not, for me. Not just let's let's. Can I we do want I do want to get in. I do want to get into Joey. 
Oh, boy. How, how do we even get into this? Let, all right. So this weekend. This was that past, a homosexual reference? I think that was, uh, as Big Lenny would say, a, a Feridian slip there. I, um, <laughs> we, all right. Ray Worldwide, as you guys know, has been MIA for the past couple of weeks because he's been in Vegas working um, with, you know, his, his main job and doing big things and just uh, he. Please, Ray, why don't you tell people what you do? Because I don't think people really understand like what you do and why you were such a big part of that Las Vegas uh, convention. Yeah, I get a lot of DMs because uh, I post pictures of, and videos of me at work drinking scotch. Like today, I drink scotch at work and had some donuts. It's just something that we do at my job. So I work for a big company, um, and I'm one of their trade show managers. So I get a chance to travel around the world and facilitate large trade shows. So that's making sure the shows go good, picking the uh, models that work for our company. So that's pretty much what I do, man. I love. I I, I think I have probably the greatest job. I love it. Yeah. I pretty, my office is like the Wolf of Wall Street where you see them in the pit and they're all screaming and going wild and there's women running around with their tits out. That's pretty much my job, Like, but like a little bit less than that. <laughs> Do you have a uh, take a friend to work day yeah, or anything like that? Bring a bro to work day. Or like, like how many people can drink scotch and just like walk around their building sipping on scotch? I'm more concerned or interested in the tits hanging out. <laughs> where Where is this location? Minus the t- my 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 office is that minus the tits. Let me rephrase. All right. So since you've been working at this company, yeah. you've been to Germany. You've been to. Uh, well, Florida, Vegas, Vegas yeah, Florida, the place. Yeah, yeah, but you've been to like other where, countries also. Where, like... Wherever we have a show, I mean, wherever the opportunities, okay. that's where we go. So All yeah, right, cool, good shit. Anthony Brooks chimed in with a second super chat. Thank you so much, Anthony. Well, my wife did say she'd leave me for Joey Bags in a second. So Damn. there's a little compliment there for you, DJ Khaled. That's not saying much, bro. I mean. <laughs> there's a couple. There's a couple angles I can go with this, but I'm just gonna say thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. That's good. So we've Ray Worldwide has been gone for the past couple of weeks. Um, my plan. I knew that I had a big. You guys know I've been hinting at a huge LA trip. That um, just one thing after the other just started to pile onto this trip. By the time that we were leaving for LA. We were there for a total of, I think, what was our L.A. stay from start to finish, Joey? Would you say like, arriving like at 30 noon, hours, right? That's Arriving about at noon, leaving at 11 p.m. the following day. Okay, so Still, whatever that is. About 35 hours, I think that is. We had 35 hours in Los Angeles. That does not include any sleep or anything like that. I think we had about eight things on our to-do list. Two of the eight happened. So it was, we would say that it was a... Not a failed trip or a, uh, you know, like a unsuccessful trip because probably the most important thing, I I guess you guys would agree because you guys were with me the whole time. The most important thing happened and one of the least important things happened. And I don't want to say least important because getting to work with Jacob Gerber, the Instagram cop, was fucking awesome. But that's something that kind of like just happened like last minute, just like a lot of things that happened on the on that trip were like last minute type things like the Brazilian hookers that we had come into the room. That was last minute. I didn't know you guys were going to set that up for me, but it was fabulous. <laughs> I wish. Say what? <laughs> I busted um, more nuts than a wooden toy soldier in about <laughs> three hours. It was awesome. 
the, and uh, the uh, famous comic getting kicked out of our hotel. Oh, I don't don't mention his name oh, either. Yeah, I don't want to throw that guy name. under the bus. Yeah, I don't want to throw him. Under he the probably bus. listens to the show. <laughs> two, two two things. One, um, and I went over this with you a million times. I found the trip to be very successful. I don't care what you think in your head. I have not predicted, but kind of used statistics throughout the last five years of all these, you know, the branding and whatever you want to call it. Because you're, you're like a robot. Your mind works I am. like a fucking I robot. Am. I don't, I take emotion. I don't have emotion. It just does not exist. So where you get like, oh my God, so-and-so, we that didn't happen. So now maybe he feels this type of way. I just don't see things like that. So the trip was very successful. And I already know that everything that was missed is going to occur. It's going to happen. It's all. It was already supposed to happen, and it was minor issues that caused it not to happen. Well, if, then look if, at the messages that came through at the end of the trip. Everybody was looking for you, but we were already on the way out. Yeah. yeah. So I'm never. You know, you just gotta take the emotion out. But that's my responsibility to do anyway. So you can have emotion. That's fine. So it was a very successful trip, and I look forward to what's to come uh, with those other things. Yeah. Um, the other thing we. Uh, I mean, we'll go over the whole story, but at our hotel. Um, there was someone famous staying there. And when we checked in, um, Ray, as he always does, is very outgoing. And he introduced himself and said he had seen one of his shows. And the guy was very appreciative. But then the next day, he got kicked out of the hotel yeah. for smashing his television. <laughs> this threw a, threw a chair through the TV. And he's, he's a well-known... I mean, Ray and I recognized him the second he walked into the hotel. And we both looked at each other like, yo, that's, you know who that is, right? Um, and we, don't, you know, we didn't ask for a picture or anything because we, we know how that, that feels. Not that it happens to us, but a lot of people ask pictures uh, with Rob. And sometimes, even though Rob says yes, there are days where you, know, you just don't want to do that. So we didn't... I I will never say no to a No, picture. I know. You'll never say no. But I'm saying there's days where you kind of prefer not to. He looked like he you know, was tired, checking into a hotel. Right. Um, so we didn't bother him with any of that. But he was very nice. But yeah, he must have turned up that night and smashed well, we the television. we did see him at the liquor store a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> He's standing <laughs> on the corner in the rain with a 40. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And uh, yeah, he got kicked out of the hotel. It was hilarious. We, sh- yeah. we should have we picked him up like we said we were. Yeah. I know. We were going to put him in a video yeah. and everything, man. So real quick, guys. King Sai leaves us a super chat. He says, it's sad that if your opinion of things aren't popular or just hurt their feelings can make your life a living hell to tell the truth plain and simple. And yeah, I agree with that. I that mean, that goes you, for any career. If you're a police true. officer, you're not going to. If you're a politician, you're not going to voice your opinion on some major topics. Where you know you just filmed a video recently, and we were up in the air on whether or not to post it because yeah. we don't know how people are going to take it because it was it involved politics, and you know fifty percent for Trump, fifty percent against them. So are you going to lose fifty percent of your business because of your? Not even opinion. You're just putting something out there as like a comedy skit, and you don't know what what's going to happen. So anyone in the spotlight, like I said, cops, all anything, a teacher, you can't you can't do stuff like that. Well, the one thing that you bros and broettes that are out there listening to this podcast right now, and this is one of the things that I wanted to kind of piggyback when the guy said that you know all we do is bash gay people on the show, or all I do is bash gay people on the show. This is a comedy podcast okay we're in the comedy category we try to be funny sometimes our jokes aren't funny but i'm not going to and i never have pulled any punches with social media people like me 
and they want to listen to our podcast. They want to watch my videos because they know even the DM screenshots that I send out on Instagram where people are asking me for advice. I don't pull any fucking punches. I say it how it is, how it's supposed to be, and I don't give a fuck if I lose a brand deal. I don't give a fuck if I lose a, um, you know, a, a contract or anything like that because I'm going to be me. The, the minute that you start to, um, you know, conform with rules and like, oh, you know, Rob, you really shouldn't post that because you're going to piss these people off, then I'm not being me anymore. You know who does a real good job at that? Cardi B. And she hasn't lost any contracts. She gives no fucks She either. says anything and everything. Now, here's, here's a different sell. The one thing that bothered me, and like I said, I'm, I have complete opposite feelings as you do. So we're on you know, two different sides, and we're still friends and work together and whatever. We're able to be fine. And the reason is you're not – you don't hate these people. You just have an opinion, and you don't agree. So that's completely fine. You're not trying to push any kind of hate out there to make people upset, to make fe- people feel a certain way. You're just voicing your opinion on how you feel. So I find that acceptable. I don't find it acceptable to bash anyone for being gay and, and try to make them feel down. That I find wrong. So no. uh, Again, and we would never I, – I don't do that. And if I come off as like offensive to anyone, even it doesn't have to be gay. It could be anything. If I don't like the same sports team you do and I just fucking keep bashing them over and over and over again, slide my DM and just be like, yo, fucking I know that you're doing this, but yo, you're fucking killing me with this, you know, killing the Heat or the Mavericks or Lakers, whoever the fuck you like. I um, consider that, that, that message constructive criticism. It was definitely constructive criticism. And if he's still listening, he'd probably turn off the podcast, unsubscribe, fucking unfollow me on all social media. But listen, I appreciate that. But you can't ever say to somebody, you know what? Tough luck. This is how it is. You need to adapt. Because I don't have to adapt to shit. Um, so that's just what I wanted to say. And we have another super chat coming in from Lori Pabalate, who says, love your show, Robert. Please follow, and then left, it looks like an Instagram name, maybe a YouTube name. Um, I will check out the page, and um, if it is a female with a fat butt, I will follow. And yes. also, <laughs> because you said that she sent you this, uh, the chat saying, please follow, I've actually gotten DMs for people saying, hey, how come Rob doesn't follow me? How come Rob doesn't follow me? Rob doesn't follow a whole lot of people. And the people and it's that not I even follow, Rob I muted. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even Rob. If you have a problem with Rob not following you, DM Joe. Yeah. DM, DM I'll, give you, I'll give you the reason you're not being followed. <laughs> so, yeah, DM Joey because Joey will actually screen through a lot of that stuff and kind of gives people the green light. Or I mean, I can just tell people light. right now, if you're listening, when it comes to anyone who has a massive amount of followers – Every person you follow is is important, and the reason being because let's to give you an example, Rob has one point one million, a little bit more than that, on Instagram. So that means at minimum one point one million people can browse, and obviously way more do because you know there's names all over can browse who he follows because they're just interested. They want to know, oh, who, who's he follow? So if you're some of those people as the followers, you're almost marketing for free for those people. So there's like a monetary like value to that. So every person you follow, yes, is important. And you're also not going to follow 6,000 people and clutter your feed. But when you are someone who has a lot of followers, it's you, you have to be more specific on who you follow because... You know, it's it's almost a business now. Once that happens, 
So that's the, the real answer. Yeah. The, and the reason why I opened up my Facebook is because I wanted to, the people that I can't like follow back or quote unquote be friends with on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. I'll be your friend on Facebook and I'd love to fucking interact with you and shit like that. I know a lot of people don't do the Facebook thing anymore, but anyways, um, the people that I do follow, cause another thing too, and not just the, Hey Robert, you know, would make my day, make my world or make my life. If you followed me back, um, whatever the people with the GoFundMes, it's like, I get at least two a day. Hey, um, you know, my brother just had a stroke and we're trying to raise money. Can you please share this on your page? Like, listen, I feel bad. I, I I really fucking do. But you don't know who these people are. These the, the, This dude could be the leader of the fucking Ku Klux Klan in, like, Memphis, Tennessee or something. And I'm over here sharing his fucking GoFundMe because, you know, he had a stroke or some shit. There's um, a few exceptions, which we've done. You even right. done a video uh, on it before for that town. Um, do you remember that? It was a town yes, out in... Uh, Bakersfield, California. Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be your few exceptions, but it's probably never going to stop. I couldn't imagine. There's not a town or, or I think, it, yeah, I guess Bakersfield would be a county or a town or a suburb, whatever. Bakersfield is the number one in the United States. I looked this up back when I did the video for drunk driving, like drunk driving accidents, tickets, Bakersfield, California. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on with you guys in Bakersfield, man. But yeah, I remember that video that somebody was a big fan of mine. They uh, they passed away and a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend reached out to me and asked me if I could. It was a girl. It was like a 20-year-old girl and her like 45-year-old mom yeah. uh, got killed by a drunk driver. And the drunk driver, it was like his seventh offense. Like, how are you still driving a car You're if not you've been busted? To. She probably exactly. should have been in jail. He's probably driving illegally, but... Yeah, I mean, those messages are never going to stop. People just, you know, reach out because they, they're helpless at that point. But um, you you do what you can. But realistically, to get upset that someone's not, that you're not going to follow them back or give them money, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I really hope you're not pissed off at Rob for that because what, what do you expect him to do? He'd be broke if you gave everybody Joe, money. I, I need to interrupt you here because we have a, uh, a super chat here um, from a Jeanette O who says, fight me, bitch. I don't know who she's referring to, but she wants one of us to fight her. Sounds like one of my crazy exes. Yeah, that's yeah. That's... Uh, I'll talk to her on the side. But Jeanette, oh, thank you so much for the dollar uh, ninety nine super chat. Cheap bitch. Seriously? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We appreciate a dollar ninety nine. We appreciate every super chat that comes in, bros and bros. We love get you, you so something much. Something at Wendy's, Joe. Come on. I yeah. haven't been to Wendy's, but that just goes to show what she values me at a dollar ninety nine. That'll be the Speaking last of time. value, bros and broettes, do you support the Jack Tan Juicy as Fuck movement? Then head your ass over to robertfrank615.com and get some of that <laughs> sick fucking merch. Sorry about that, Pody. Sick fucking pump swolls the goal size of the prize, glorious house of gains, and many, many more designs are in stock and ready to be rocked at the gym, bar, club, running errands with your girl, fucking your neighbor's cat, whatever the fuck you want to do. Just remember, all shirt sizes, small through double XL, come with medium sleeves. That's robertfrank615.com. Let's go. And I do have a couple of cameos in the bank. For all of you guys who chimed in, uh, checked in over at cameo.com forward slash Robert Frank 615, I have about six cameos in the bank. 
So I will be getting them to them definitely this weekend. Um, hopefully tomorrow. I'll, I'll try to bang as many out. I know we're supposed to get some snow this weekend here in Jersey, so I'll have some extra time to bang out some cameos. So if you guys need a personalized video, a shout-out for a friend, give a bro or broette some motivation to get back to the gym, a birthday, a wedding, a whatever it is, um, you popped your cherry for the first time and you want me to congratulate you for, you know, get, being a cum dumpster, I don't care. I'll do it. Just go to cameo.com forward slash Robert Frank 615. And Rob's cameo come at a discount compared to uh, some of the other folks that are on the site. If you look at some of the videos on there. And- Brett, F- Brett Favre charging $500 for a fucking two second cameo. Who the fuck does he think he is? Okay, he's a Hall of Fame uh, uh, quarterback, right? He's basically this, God in the he's, NFL. He's basically God in the NFL. But, bro, his ca- I watched like a couple of his cameos. He's like, hello, Joe. This is Brett Favre wishing you a happy 25th birthday. Uh, you know, uh, have a great day, bud. 500 bucks for that? Come on, bro. No, we I- had a heated discussion about this over dinner in uh, Vegas. Grant Garza chimes in with a uh, super chat. Thank you so much, Grant. Says, how old are you, my guy? Well, Grant, I'm going to answer this indirectly. I'm going to have you go over to FamousBirthdays.com and search Robert Frank 615 and you might find the answer there. Not yeah. that I'm famous, but I'm on FamousBirthdays.com for some reason. Because I put you on there oh, because I was tired. Out. I was tired of you lying about your age. Does it list the his height? I'm somewhere between um, who? Ray, that was you that said that, right? That you, when someone yeah, asked are, how tall we were, we are taller. We're taller than, Kevin, than Hart. Kevin Hart, but shorter than LeBron James. Goddamn right. Here's what bothers me, and I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm just gonna do it right here. Timestamp this, people, for future questions because thousands and thousands of people have asked these types of questions. They've asked age, and they have asked height. So I'm going to drop it on you right now. Go ahead. What are we at on the podcast? 37 minutes in. Okay. This is, this is factual information. Rob is five foot 10. A a lot of times in videos, people are, you know, there's so many factors in videos, the angle. If I were to hold the camera at just a slighter degree, Rob can look four feet or he can look eight feet. Also, whoever he's standing next to plays a yeah, major role. Everybody that I film with is like six, Over six five foot. plus. Yeah. Bradley Martin's like six four. Uh, Jacob Berger, the guy that we just did the Instagram skit with, the, the Instagram six, cop. Six three, I he's think. He's like he said. six two, six three. Our buddy Beard So Strong is six four. Um, Michael Trapson, 6'5". Shout out to Michael Trapson if he's in the building. And a lot of people in bodybuilding that, you know, we go to an expo, Rob, takes Everyone pictures. is tall. They're huge. Yeah. So he's 5'10". You throw some shoes on him. Remember that almost... giant that interviewed me at FitCon? Oh, my God. In, in Viking fucking, something. The, the modern Viking. Modern Viking. He did a little, like, like 15, Kevin Nash. Yeah, a little 15, 20-minute interview with me uh, two years ago at FitCon. And this dude is legit, like, 6'8". Yeah. So I looked like I was a fucking... Because people are probably like, oh, that guy's normal height. Robert Frank's a fucking midget. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it's more because you, for years you've been telling people you're four foot two. Yeah. So he's 5'10", throw some Nikes on him, he's six foot. So that's his real height. Age, which you can find on that website, he is just turned 40 years old a couple months ago, which you'll be able to see on the website. I am not 40, okay? Here we go. I just celebrated my 22nd anniversary of my 18th birthday. So... 
take your we 40 the, years old and shove it up you your did ass. the math good there yeah. he, and you know a, a lot of people as they get older don't want to say their age they don't want to say their height whatever the case is Rob still doesn't understand that for 40 years old, he looks phenomenal, okay? His height is completely average. So people, you know, they bust his balls online, but when you stand next to him, you'll you'll see. But that's the truth in terms of height and weight. So so many people ask that question only because he constantly fucks around and doesn't really answer it. So I doubt, you know, a huge population will tune into 37 minutes or whatever on the podcast to get the truth. But those of you listening, you just got it. We got a very, uh, thank you, Joey. We got a very interesting super chat that just came in from Matthew Nazario who said, raise kind of people here, dot, dot, dot. I don't know what that means. That seems racist. <laughs> That's Someone just ra- paid That's to so be racist. racist. No. He said, great podcast, guys. Glad you did one this week. Was a little worried. Have an Android, but five stars for y'all. So thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you. Do we get into this with the androids? No, we're not going to do that. So, yes. Thank you so much. Um, I'm sorry. Matthew Nazario. I guess by Ray's type of people, meaning Jack Man with the permanent tan, right? He's Jack I would imagine so. And got a permanent tan. Listen, you, I'm a Jack Man with the permanent tan, too. I used to have an android. And you did have an android. And you we, guys shamed me. You guys bullied me into getting an iPhone. We did bully you. Oh, my Listen, God. Listen, these dudes kicked me out of group chats and would not speak to me until I got an iPhone. Bros and broettes out there who have iPhones, okay? And if you have a group chat, listen, how many of you bros have group chats with your boys, right? The minute you let somebody in that has an Android, it fucks the whole group chat up. You're in green. Nobody gets, like, confirmation that anything's been read. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah, so, no, no, no to green text. Flow Fitness uh, uh, says, what are y'all's... Uh, hold on a second. Let me reread this. What's y'all's take... On fasted cardio, burn fat slash muscle. Okay, so I'll answer this since I think I'm the only one at the table that does fasted cardio. (laughs) Fasted cardio is my ace in the hole. What I mean by that is when I'm dieting and when I am doing um, any kind of like if I'm getting ready for a cruise, if I'm getting ready for something where I need to have my shirt off, I try to hold off the fasted cardio for as long as I can And then I will begin because that is what gets me fucking lean. 30 minutes to 45 minutes uh, on an empty stomach. First thing in the morning, I'll pop two shredded AF, which is the fat burner by steelsub615.com, which you can get at a discount when you use discount code RF615. I pop two of those and I do cardio. I put a little fatty belt on, you know, those belt, those, those, um, uh, like, I forget what you call them, like spandex, stretchy belts, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, I put that on, on and uh, I sweat like a motherfucker, and it definitely works. Can you burn muscle as well doing fasted cardio? I'm sure you can. But that's why all throughout the day, you got to make sure you're getting your protein in. You're making sure that you're sleeping. You're making sure that you're lifting properly. And uh, then, you know, those things come uh, burning muscle is a little bit less of a worry when you're doing all the other things properly. But if you're doing fasted cardio for an hour and you're not fucking eating throughout the day, you're going to be in big, big trouble. So just make sure that you're doing all the other facets of fitness properly. And fasted cardio is definitely um, the way to go. What do you say now that we warmed up the crowd? We're 45 minutes in. Yeah. We go over. 
this trip. Yes, yes. And then get into the segments. Okay, so the biggest thing, just because I hinted to all the bros and broettes out there, that I was going to be on Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive. So for those of you who don't know, Logan Paul just had tonsil surgery or tonsillitis or whatever the fuck you call it, where they remove your tonsils. And um, he thought he was going to be ready for the show. And just so happened, he still couldn't talk by the time I got to L.A. So that didn't happen. But that's that was the biggest thing that I hinted to you guys prior to leaving for L.A. about maybe a day or two before we were supposed to leave. I get this random ass tweet from somebody that I just happened to see. um, And it turned into the biggest opportunity of my career, I'd say so far. And um, while we were out in L.A., we uh, I audition. I guess the word is audition. It's not they didn't want to use the word audition, but it was more like a chemistry test between me and the main actor of a uh, a pilot that's being filmed for a very, very popular uh, cable TV network. Um, and I re- <laughs> I really thought and I know we're skipping over the Vegas part, but let's just get this out of the way first. I thought that I fucking bombed this shit just because I was a little bit nervous. There was, you know, when I'm doing videos by myself and I'm do I'm holding my own phone, I'm doing my own rage videos, I'm doing, you know, skits. These are things that I'm writing. I got the script about 12 hours before we had to be where we were supposed to be. And I had a, a lot of lines. And you read the first three sentences. I read the first three sentences, <laughs> and then I got my ADD kicked in, and I fucking, like, stopped reading. But I read everything through, and I, I was I was prepared, I thought, once I got there. But once the cameras are on, there had to be, what, maybe 10, 15 people in the room with, say with us? There's about 10, plus Joey Bags <laughs> and Ray Worldwide were with me as well, so they were in the background. And you can never, like, judge Joey's, like, demeanor, because Joey is the Jeff Van Gundy of like of the Robert Frank 615 brand because if you guys remember Jeff Van Gundy back in the day the head coach of the Knicks you never could tell in the press conference whether they lost by 20 or won by 20 I'm Bill Belichick he always yeah you're Bill Belichick you just always have the same fucking like cuz I'm on processing your face. everything and then when it's over I give you my my opinion because I'm not going to the one dude the one thing I hated when I was younger, I played baseball. My mom would be screaming, right? And you're showing emotion, like like as if I'm going to like sit on the pitcher's mound and I'm going to be like, oh, she said, you know, throw harder. Okay, maybe I'll take that into consideration. Like I wasn't fucking thinking that already. Yeah. Like I, you don't need to give someone your opinion while they're in the action, while they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They've already been trained for that. You know what you're doing. You just had to get comfortable. Like you said, you only had 12 hours to prepare, and that was in Vegas, which, you know, it's Vegas. Come on. The guy's yeah. blowing money. Oh, so, my God. I don't but go the whole point that. was, you know, I mean, uh, my opinion, and I told you as soon as we were done, was I was very impressed. I read the body language of the people there. They all seemed happy with it. The email shortly after confirmed their pleasure of your uh, Ooh, acting pleasure. abilities. I like that word. So... I'm, you know, very confident with how you do things. Yes, when you write these scripts yourself, it flows much easier because you wrote it. They're my words. They're my, yeah, right. And I, if you had enough time saying. to read the lines, you would have been, you know, fine. It, everything got done like it was supposed to. The whole thing about acting is the emotion part. Anyone can memorize the lines. That's not going to be your problem. The difference between a good actor and a bad actor is showing emotion. Right. As you know, I have none. I wouldn't be able to do what you did. There's no way in hell. I could read that line and I would repeat it. 
It could be, Mom, she's dead, or whatever the case. You know, I, I would, there's no emotion. I couldn't right. cry. I couldn't do that. You can like engage that anger so well, and people feel it in the room. They started whipping out their cameras when they, you know, when you were really getting mad yeah. because you you have the ability to show that well, emotion. The great, the great thing about this whole experience and this whole opportunity is they wanted. That me guy. to be me. They wanted the rage guy in the car. So I can easily turn that guy on. It's just when I have to memorize words that, uh, not words, but memorize phrases and, and sentences that are going on in the conversation that I didn't write myself. It's it's a little hard. But uh, real quick, let That's me get That's some pretty into, good writing, though, too. Yeah. Oh, no. it's it, I, I At first, I was like, I don't know where they're going with this. But then once Joey sent me a video last night, the prank video that you sent me. Um, it, it all made sense now. So anyway, let me get to a quick super chat from Grant Garza. It says, what are your thoughts on legalizing marijuana nationwide? And is it harder to gain or lose weight in your opinion? Um, okay, so first question is legalizing marijuana nationwide. Um, I really don't have an opinion on it because I don't do it. Um, I don't smoke weed. I don't do uh, pens or whatever people are doing now with the the CBD or anything like that. Isn't please that- tell me, yeah, but please tell me you remember the statistic I gave you while we were in Vegas passing all the medical marijuana places. I don't remember that. Of course you don't. <laughs> I, have, um, I have like amnesia, bro. I believe I quoted the. It was either seventeen or eighteen states are. The only ones left where marijuana is right. completely yes, illegal. Yes, I do remember that. I was it's drunk, legal but I everywhere that. else. So, I mean, that's already happened, basically. It's just a few more states. They're putting the black market and, and these underground drug dealers out of business. Yeah. Man. They're, they're going to have to. And then to, they get the tax Drug dealers got to get jobs now. All right, listen. <laughs> 2025, cocaine is going to be legalized. I don't me. think so. That's a stretch. All right. So, second question is, is, okay, so I really don't have an opinion. It seems like Joey's opinion is... If it's legalized in, what is it, 31 of the states, might as well legalize it in the other 19, right? Is that what it was, Joey, something like that? A 31-19 split? On, say that again, I'm sorry. For, for legalized marijuana and unlegalized marijuana. What, how many states are legal? <laughs> oh, well, if, obviously, if I said 18 aren't. And okay, so 18 are not. States. Okay, so, so then it's 30, what is it, 32-18. <laughs> yes. Because there are 50 states. There's 50 <laughs> stars on the flag. Okay. Uh, Ray Worldwide, do you have any opinion on that? No, do it. Legalize it. Why not? Yeah. Second question, part of the question is, is it harder to gain or lose weight in your opinion? Uh, Ooh, well, for Joey Bag of Donuts, it's harder to lose weight. For maybe people like Ray Worldwide and myself, it's harder to gain weight. It all depends on the person. It all depends on your body type, your eating habits, your training habits, your sleeping habits, all that. Um, I would definitely say if you were asking me, put a gun to my head, it's harder for me to gain weight than it is lose weight. Yeah, for sure. And I was weight. gone for, for what, 14 days? And, uh, dude, I was eating five egg white omelets with peppers and onions, spinach for breakfast, plus having a buffet, eating an apple. Then I would eat throughout the course of the day. And after 14 days, I think I came home like plus three or plus three and a half pounds. So You can tell Joey's hungry right now because he's pounding gum. <laughs> That's because I've been dieting and it's fucking terrible. All right. Quick quick super chat comes in here from Big Dog Willie. Uh, very glorious super chat. Thank you so much for that donation. It says, thank you, Robert Frank, for motivating me to get back into the gym. 
I've lost 25 pounds in the last two months and feel good now. My girlfriend was so proud of me that she rewarded me with a sexy Puerto Rican and Asian girlfriend. Wait, Whoa. Wait, hold on a second. Whoa. My girlfriend was so... Pr- I'm re- rereading this because I think I missed something. Look at his second super chat below. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Uh, my girlfriend was so proud of me that she rewarded me with sexy Puerto Rican and Asian... Girlfriend, where's the second super chat? Uh, oh, Big Dog Willie, threesome with her girlfriend to clarify. Wow, you fucking savage! You are sad. Listen, Big Big Dog Willie, um, don't we have? Do we have some kind of sound effect that we can give this motherfucker right now for uh, anything you want, Pody? I don't care. He got a threesome because he lost 25 pounds. Here's a math question. If you lose another 25 pounds, are you allowed to have a six sum? Yes. <laughs> Will oh. you be able to double? Bust more nuts than a wooden toy soldier, man. There you go. Right. Round of applause, I guess. Crowd cheer. Yes. Good for you. Yeah, let's get a round of applause here for Big Dog Willie, man. Yes. Asians, so, Puerto Ricans. I don't know what your girlfriend is, but maybe, you know, maybe try to get one of each. Get like an Indian. Yeah, a black but did girl. he prep himself with some hearty F's? Yeah. Hearty F, ladies and gentlemen, is available <laughs> at steelsup615.com. Sounds like sounds like he's went for uh, if you go with all the races in one. Sounds like uh, when you're in ba- baseball, you get a single, a double, a triple, a home run. Trying to run a cycle. Hit the cycle. Hit the fucking cycle, man. Now, let's get uh, let's get back into the beat. Let's start at the beginning. All right. So the beginning of the trip, I woke up on the morning of my flight. I think it was actually the day before my flight. I went to check in on United.com or whatever the fuck it was, and I saw that there was an upgrade that I can upgrade to first class, which is a flight from New Jersey to uh, Vegas, uh, which is like a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour flight. Five hours, about. Five-hour flight, something like that. And I could have upgraded for like 300 bucks. It was like 280 or something like that, dollars. But with that, you do not have to pay for a check bag, which I had, all this and that. So anyways, I checked with uh, all the bros, and the bros were like, dude, jump on that, because I don't know nothing False. about flying. Well, no, not you. Everybody <laughs> else was like, dude, fucking do it. So anyway, I flew first class from New Jersey, uh, EWR, which is Newark, to um, McCarran McCarran Airport in Las Vegas. Met up with Ray Worldwide a little later on in that afternoon. Me and him had the whole night to ourselves. We hung out. We went to a couple different places. I think we pretty much stayed in our hotel um, for the most part. I think we might have bounced around a little bit, but we had a few drinks Went to the Voodoo Lounge, which is the rooftop bar that's at the um, at the Rio where we were staying. Um, the reason why I stayed at the Rio, ladies and gentlemen, is because it was free. Um, <laughs> just because I'm a degenerate gambler and it was a free room. So we just stayed there. But anyway, great time. You're a ne- diamond member. Diamond you get free member. rooms all yes. day, every day. Diamond member. So the next day, Joey Bag of Donuts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, what are we And because we you're a diamond member. Yes. Oh, we had that celebration dinner. Yes. <laughs> we we had a celebration uh, buffet at the uh, at the Rio, which was called the Carnival World Buffet. And I got to be honest with you, that was the shittiest buffet <laughs> I've ever had in my fucking life. <laughs> but anyways, I had to use up the credit. It was a $100 credit that we got, so we used it. Anyway. Next day, Joey Bag of Donuts met us up, uh, met up with us in Vegas. And what did we do that night, Joe? I think he stayed back. He was. Well, we were concerned for Joe's health. Oh, yes, yes. Let's get into that. (laughs) 
I'm sure he's going to die. The appendicitis scare. I've been getting a pain, and it's still there this very moment, and coughing, laughing. It, it's a sharp pain in my right side, right, I guess, where you would say your appendix sits. And it's now been like four days, and it hurts, and I refuse to go to the hospital or a doctor or anything. Well, I, you know at this point it's not appendicitis. I'll tell you what. appendix would have burst yeah, by now. I'd have a fever or something. What I truly believe it is, I think I pulled a muscle, and this is going to sound crazy, but I was yawning. And sometimes when you yawn in bed, like when you first wake up, you like stretch your whole body. And I like turned a certain way and I felt like a sharp pain in my stomach. But I figured uh, it's a gas pain. It's a it's appendix, uh, whatever. I didn't think twice of it. And then I get on the plane and now I'm like scrunched in a seat. Um, and, you know, I think I triggered it and it's been in pain ever since. It's goes down. And then if I cough or something, it comes back. But... I think I'm fine. So, we legit thought that we were going to have to take you to the hospital. Yeah, I, I had Googled. Yeah. I went on Yelp. I'm looking for hospitals. I'm like trying to he check really the stars. And he refused to go to a hospital in Vegas. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going to Vegas hospital. I've been to Vegas now 11 times. I know what goes on at that place. I could imagine walking into the Vegas hospital and all the freaks that just bang in there. Just, <laughs> it's like Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, my God. Probably go in there. No, no thanks. Quick super chat, guys, from Merrill Coleman says, I say all the bros in the chat start a GoFundMe for Joe, and we each donate a dollar for every pound he loses. That's not bad, but that's, I mean, what am I going to do with 55 bucks? Yeah. I got to lose, <laughs> I got to lose 55, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do with it, I'll buy five Wendy's meals after I lose the weight. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I have to get from 240, I was 239. Um, currently like around 231. I haven't really even measured myself lately or weighed myself. And I want to get to 185. Um, my current situation is I am not shaving my face until I get under 200 pounds. And the reason I'm doing that is because I almost, you know, can blend in sometimes. I was wearing a hoodie this week and, and Ray said, Joe, you, you know, you look, you look good. In and I'm like, hoodie. yeah, it's just the hoodie can mask it. You get a nice tight fitting hoodie, sits right. You know, I look skinny. So here's the thing. I can, you know, hide my own fat, and then it's just an excuse to stay heavy. I predict that by February 31st, you will be under 200 pounds. That's not a date, and that's why you're doing it. (laughs) Scumbag. Um, Here's my thing. So allowing my facial hair to grow, right? is a constant reminder every day I look in the mirror and I'm just like, damn, yo, your beard is longer than it's ever been in your life. Why don't you shave your face? It's because you're fat. You're not shaving until you get under 200 pounds. So that's the thing now. I am not shaving until I'm under 200 pounds. Um, The fastest I've ever lost 30 pounds, which is basically what I need to lose right now to get under 200, is in a a one-month period I did that. I used to actually lose 30 pounds every month right before summer. I did that for about seven. That's disgusting. I did that for seven years in a row when I was in my 20s. I hit 30, and then I just never lost the weight again. So it's been five years of sitting over 200 pounds, and I'm just unhappy with it. So um, I'm back at it, and that's the thing. The next time you see... This beard is just going to keep growing and growing. I will look homeless if I have to, to remind myself, you need to get under 200 pounds. Um, so that's the whole weight situation. Diet-wise. This this is like, a, I feel like this is a bad dream every podcast. That <laughs> yeah. We have to talk about Joey, like, and needing to ways. lose a certain, oh my God. Even more, even more concerning than that is, Joey is busy doing, he does the most when he's driving. Yeah. 
Like the absolute most. answering emails, text messaging, uh, it's talking ridiculous. on a phone, looking at his fucking GPS, all while we're like fucking he's driving with my knees. Yeah, driving with a knee. So I'm actually sitting in the passenger seat being the eyes just in case. Well, when I wasn't falling asleep, yeah. just in case, just because <laughs> we had he's an doing Audi, the most. We had a new Audi X50. Um, real nice SUV um, while we were out in was LA. Was it Audi Infinity. or was it an Infinity? Infinity, sorry. Yeah, Infinity. Infinity X50. Um, I don't know the value on that car, but I'm sure it's probably like 60, 70. It was a nice car, fully loaded, nice sunroof all the way to the trunk. Um, so they were a little nervous, but that's a safe car. If we would have crashed, you would have been fine. So all good. Uh- Nino chimes in. What's up, Big Nino? He says, shitty buffet, you say. Sounds like what Gordon Ramsay would say, LOL. Uh, I, I believe Gordon Ramsay has a restaurant in oh, he has Vegas, a, right? Quite a, a few. We a passed them multiple. Okay. Yeah. And so, I can confirm that that buffet is shit because I went there like three years ago because it yeah. was ranked yeah, it on the Vegas buffets. Brought my wife there. We both thought it was shit. So while we're talking about Vegas, and I know I saw a lot of people as we're passing by, there's a lot of sports betting going on. There's a lot of gambling going on. There's a lot of card playing going on and whatever else people do to make money in Vegas. Um the Pody uh, kind of hooked me up last week, and I don't know if you guys know this or not. But if that's I'm, what you want to call it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spill the beans here for everybody. Um, the Colts played the Chiefs, I believe, this past, I guess it was Saturday or Sunday in the NFL playoffs. And um, I may or may not have made two $100 bets. No, you did not. Based on recommendations by the old <laughs> Pote. Really? I bet for the Colts to win $100. If that would have panned out, I think I would have gotten back $291. So $191 um, profit if the Colts won, which the Pody said, watch out for the Colts. They'll they'll surprise you. Anyways, that was the first bet. I also bet the over 56.5 total points because the Colts are a high-powered offense. The Chiefs are a high-powered offense. I thought this game would be like a... 41 to 38 type motherfucking game. But the Pody did text me earlier that day to his credit, and he said, I'm a little bit worried about. What the fuck is that? What do you think, Marissa flushed the toilet? The is fucking that water. Flushing the toilet again? <laughs> what kind of Christ. unprofessional podcast is this? Come on, fucking Marissa. Stop flushing the goddamn toilet. But anyway, he texted me earlier that day, and he said, Listen, you need to uh, – I'm a little worried about the over here just because of the weather conditions, so uh, we might have to change this up. By then, the bet was too late. I, w- I didn't want to pull it. I was like, you know what? If I pull it, it'll end up being like a 70-point total game. So I just left it, and, yeah, I got rocked. Fuck. So. I didn't know that because I would have you, – you're going to take his picks, and then you run them by me for confirmation. <laughs> no, Listen, the Pody knows his shit. And speaking of the Pody knowing his shit, this is a little blip on the radar, man. This is nothing major. The Pody is still the Pody. The Pody is still the host of This Week in Sports. The Pody still knows his shit. And without any further ado, we have the Pody Sports Minute. Let's go. Yo, okay, so not really much to say, except, uh, where are we at here? (laughs) Can't do much worse than those picks last week. Um, Really, all I have to say is that was just a minor setback for a major comeback. So without further ado, I am going to give you my pick for this week. 
Before you get into that, I just want to say the week prior, you went four for four. Correct. And then that last week, you went one for four. For five, so, technically. Because I took the over. Okay, so technically, right now, games, yeah. right now, you are five for 10, or five for nine, is it? You did four and then five. So you are five for nine. You are still in the positive, you are in the green. If people were betting through you, you you're still up right now. So, so don't lose his trust yet. Correct. Okay, so there are only two games left. Obviously, we are two weeks from the Super Bowl. So um, I will say this. I do feel foolish for ever doubting Tom Brady, the GOAT. Jimmy, congratulations. He did beat me last week. He picked the Patriots. So I will give him credit there. A uh, little embarrassing, but congratulations. Okay, so <laughs> I am going to give you my two picks and... I am going to start with the team that I said last week was the only pick I got correct. I still believe they are going to win the Super Bowl, and that is the Saints. They are actually the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. Decent odds on that if you bet it right now. Um, And then the other game would be the Patriots and Chiefs. I do believe it is going to be another high-scoring game. The weather is a problem once again, but I like the Patriots over the Colts as far as scoring points this week. So I do like the over there as well. It's 56 and a half. But I like the Patriots just straight up. I think they are the better team. They are the underdog, which is a little bit surprising. When is Tom Brady ever an underdog, right? So those are my two picks. Patriots, Saints, I believe they will match up in the Super Bowl. And I like the Saints to win it all. Wow, okay. I'm going to tell you my thoughts. Um, The Chiefs are really good this year. They've been killing people. Uh, what I think is going to happen is uh, I agree with you on the championship game. I do think it's going to end up being the Saints versus the Patriots, which is going to be awesome to see because I don't think that's ever happened, correct? Correct. Where you have Drew Brees and Brady, who are both legends, completely different types of quarterbacks. One is small, one is tall. Um, that's going to be awesome. Where is the Super Bowl being played at this year? I want to say Atlanta. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I, I don't think the Mercedes weather will be a factor. Benz. It's a dome. It's, it's a dome. Yeah. I believe, so, yeah. Um, but it, that'll be exciting, and I I personally think that the Patriots are going to win again. I think that you're betting. If you up, get Drew Brees in the dome, I don't know. Yeah, but you're going up against Tom Brady, who is the best. I mean, he's the best. He, he they lost last year, correct? I think the yep. guy's out for revenge. He's gotten no media attention this year on them being the best, which is why they're going in as the underdog. They won uh, They won last week, and he played a 50-cent song, uh, Many Men, Wish Death Upon Me. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that song, but he played it on his Instagram because a lot of people have been saying that they're done, they're out, he's getting too old, this, that. If he wins, I'm giving you my prediction now, he retires. I know no one thinks that's coming. That's my guess. I say he wins the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, well... You also were super confident last week that that well, all that you told people to bet their fucking houses. Okay, if they yeah. did that, they're homeless the right now. The weather was a, was the problem, right? That's, well, he didn't give them. If a little, you listen uh, to this week in sports, you would have known I was a little cautious with the weather there. Well, nobody listens. So, but to that. I thought just like Rob did, if I pulled it, then exactly. it was going to be a seventy yeah. point game. So I did not. I, I did not want to pull anything last minute right. because I, I even text my dad now because my dad Bob Colts is the biggest cult fan on the planet. I was like, yo. Um, I got some bets placed for us, and I'm really confident. So, And my dad even asked me, what does the Pody think? And I was like, 
The Pody is pushing us in the right direction, brother. The thi- dude, the thing you can, you, when betting, because I used to do this all the time in the beginning, you never bet with your heart, ever. You always will pick your team. You're like, you know, the Giants. It's the Giants versus Cowboys. Oh, my God, I love the Giants. They're going to win. And then they get murdered by the Cowboys. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's like a team you hate. You're the Yankees, Boston. You pick Yankees, and then they get killed by Boston. Never bet with your heart, ever. All right, so let's go from one segment. Listen, uh, thank you very much, Pody, for this week in sports, a little sports minute that we got here. Check him out all over the internet, all over the podcast apps, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to spot, uh, to podcasts. This week in sports to get your sports fix. Um, let's go to our next segment, which is going to be the Ray Worldwide's Baddie with a Fatty. Do we have a baddie this week, Ray? We do. Okay, so let me get this prepped and ready for you guys. Make sure you pop two hard AF pills. Have the Vaseline or olive oil ready or even baby oil, whatever you use. Because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, over 18, Ray Worldwide's Baddie with a Fatty of the Week. Yeah. Take that, take that. All right, so this week's Ray Vegas' Baddie with a Fatty was actually a late submission. Um, I had one of the bros picks already picked out, but then a female nominated another female. It's always hot when a female nominates a female because all I could see is some three-way action going on, and uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I tried to get this three-way going, but they got shut down. But nonetheless... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this week's Ray Vegas's Baddie with a Fatty is going to be Dasha Fit Glam. Instagram handle is D A S H A F I T G L A M. Dasha Fit Glam. So, bros and broettes, go and check out Dasha Fit Glam. Let her know that she is this week's winner and have her reach out to one of the bros on the show so she can claim her. Batty with a fatty female racerback tank only available at robertfrank615.com. So, bros, you have not been doing your damn jobs. Or actually, I can't say that because you're probably doing your jobs and these girls are probably like, I am fucking, I don't give a shit about this goddamn racerback tank. But they should because we are a top 200 ranked podcast. We are a top 200 overall ranked podcast. And goddamn it, if we Amen. say... If we say your name on the fucking podcast, you better reach out to us and be thankful for uh, acknowledging your presence there, Dasha. Rob, can I get an amen? Amen. Have a little respect. No, I'm going to put some respect on that ass, Dasha. Let me bang you. No, I'm just kidding. No, all in fun. Uh, Yes, Dasha, congratulations. And hopefully one of the bros reach out to you so you can listen and say, oh, shit, I was nominated Batty with a Fatty of the Week. And if you do receive your tank top and if you take a picture in your Batty with a Fatty female racerback tank, you will be nominated into the Batty with a Fatty Hall of Fame. Coming soon. Yes, Jeffrey has a very good question. He chimes in with the super chat, says, when will the podcast hoodies restock? I missed it. So there were a couple podcast hoodies that I had left over from Christmas. I got some made for the bros at the round table of testosterone. I had some made for the girls. I had some made for my parents. I had, you know, we had a couple of them left over. So I put them on the website. I told people, listen, there's whatever, five or six available. Go get them. I think within five minutes they were sold. So 
They're in demand. The bros and broettes out there want the podcast hoodies. So I am going to restock them sometime soon. I'm going to let you guys know. I'm going to let the podcast crew know first that, listen, uh, podcast hoodies are available. Make sure you go over and fucking grab them while they're hot. So this way, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, everyone else kind of, you know, comes in. uh, They could, uh, you know, purchase them after the podcast crew and the podcast fam has already uh, learned about the availability. So that's going to come up within the next couple of weeks. I would say they will be available. So thank you for that question and that super chat, Jeffrey. Uh, Let's see. So just to close out that trip, one thing that I want to make perfectly clear to everyone is I trained all four days or five days that I was on vacation. The Saturday that I arrived... Uh, Ray Worldwide and myself, actually the Saturday and Sunday, we went over to City Athletic Club, who the owner of that gym is Mr. J. I, I, I don't know if it's Young or Jung. I forget how he pronounces it, so I apologize. But if you guys are ever in the Las Vegas, Nevada area and you need a gym to go to, City Athletic Club is fucking gigantic. And they have anything and everything that you could want uh, doesn't matter what kind of fitness you do, bodybuilding, strongman, CrossFit, fucking anything, boxing, um, weird Ironman type shit, pole uh, dancing, pole dancing, you name it, they have it here. So City Athletic Club, that's in Las Vegas, Nevada. Excellent gym, highly recommended. Uh, I even reached out to Dan Dan Balzarian for the, for those who can name drop there. Uh, I texted him. I said, "Listen, I said, is it worth taking the twenty minute Uber over to this place, or should we just fucking work out in the hotel gym?" Which was not bad. And he goes, "No, definitely make your way over there." So, anyway, City Athletic Club, nice big plug for you guys. Thank you for letting Ray Worldwide and myself uh, train for two days. Um, for free because I know the the day pass is very expensive there, but it should be because it is it is a phenomenal phenomenal gym. Big we, up Shuey, thank you for putting that together. Yeah, for us. Steve Schusman hooked that up for us, so thank you very much, Shuey. The next day, Ray Worldwide and myself, we went over to Zoo Culture, which is this is now we're in L.A. Now went over to Zoo Culture, which is Bradley Martin's gym over there in Woodland Hills, uh, Los Angeles. And we did a little back sesh, a little back and buys, I'd say, before it was time to film the video with uh, Jacob, the uh, Instagram cop. Jacob, Jacob Berger, I don't know if it's Berger or Berger, I don't know how he says it, but Jacob Berger Actor is his Instagram name. Uh, the video is doing pretty well on my page. Uh, the comments are all positive. They loved it. They thought it was funny. So... Uh, the views may not be where I expect them to be at this point, but as long as you guys love the video, I love the video, and that's all that fucking matters. Um, the next day, I was on my own. Let me tell you this little story about LA Fitness. You can tell that a bro doesn't even fucking lift when they charge me a day pass to go to a gym. Now, I'm not saying that I'm above a day pass. I will pay a day pass at any fucking gym that I ever go to. I don't ask for hookups. I don't ask for anything. All I ask is if I know somebody ahead of time, I want to give them the heads up that I'm coming. I never want to say I want to train for free. I never want a freebie. I never want a handout. But since I've been, quote unquote, Robert Frank for the past two or three years that my videos, you know, have been seen by millions of people and and I'm the guy from Instagram, angry bandana man, 
I've had to pay a day pass twice in my life. Two times. One time at a Crunch Fitness here in New Jersey. Motherfuckers don't even lift at Crunch. Come on. If you go to a Crunch, what, what do you do? It's number one. Number two, LA Fitness. Always bangs me for a fucking day pass. Um, so, except yeah. For, except for when we went to, wait, did we pay in Ohio? No, not in Ohio we didn't pay. But we had to do the whole fucking tour, and they had to take our IDs and all this and that. So, But anyways, yes. Um, LA Fitness... Uh, I will never go back to an LA fit. N- not because of that. There was something else that happened there. This fucking chick thought I had AIDS or some shit and fucking <laughs> uh, went to pound town on the fucking hand sanitizer. Anyway, I was... All right, I'll tell the story real quick. I trained. I did chest. It was the fourth day in a row that I did chest. I was tired. I was hungry. I was thirsty. I went to this little Fugazi-ass uh, 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 juice bar that they had there, and there was a chick, pretty pretty good-looking... Nice fat butt working at the counter. When I walked up to the counter to order my my drink, you would think that she saw a fucking ghost. I don't know if she knew who I was and know that I'm this toxic masculinity guy that fucking hates women or whatever the fuck they think. She literally started crying as soon as I walked up to the counter, like like tears in her eyes. I ordered the drink that I wanted. She then walked to the back. I saw her with her hand her head in her hands, bawling, crying. And I was like, do I just fucking leave? This is fucking awkward. But anyway, she gathers herself. Now, I don't know what's going on in this chick's life. She probably just got broken up with. Her boyfriend just banged a tranny or something. I don't know. But she comes back out. She makes my drink. She gives me... She wouldn't even tell me the price. She flipped the screen around so so it says $7 for whatever the fuck I got, which was not worth $7, by the way. But... She showed me, and I asked her, I said, can I pay cash? She just nodded to me like, yes, I can pay cash. So, long story short, she gives me the shake. As I'm grabbing the shake from her hand, my pinky grazes like her hand as I'm grabbing the shake. She immediately freaked the fuck out and started pounding the hand sanitizer (laughs) like I had fucking cooties or some shit. So, uh, I forget, I think it was in Woodland Hills. So for the chick that works at the juice bar at L.A. Fitness in Woodland Hills, I want to say you might be Spanish, you might be white, I don't know, but you definitely had a fat butt. Next time I'm in Woodland Hills, I am going, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't want to make it. I wish I, was, I wish I was there but. because I could have maybe dissected a little bit more because, I mean, based on everything you're saying, it sounds like maybe she was like super high, like either coming off a high so, like some kind of drugs. I don't know what she was, but <laughs> she was she was on one. I know that. But I would have loved to be there because I would have asked her, "What's you know? Are, are you okay?" It was at the point where I was debating pulling back like my order and be like, "You know what? Never mind. I don't want it." But something similar to what you're saying uh, happened to me, and uh, it happened twice. And on the second time, I reported the guy. I used to go to, and I've never been back since because of this exact reason. Um, I used to get the fruit bowls. At uh, Jamba Juice, and yeah. there's one in the town uh, where, where I used to live, and I, w- I went there one day, and there was a guy, had to be in his early 20s, I ordered a fruit bowl. He looked at me like, you're going to make me work? Because a fruit bowl versus the actual blended drinks, completely different. It's time-consuming to make those fruit bowls. Right. So he seemed so annoyed, like just angry. 
So he finally gives it to me, and I, I was just like, okay, that was weird. But I come back the next week, I order it again. As I'm walking through the door, he sees me, and he verbally goes, oh, fuck, like with his lips. And then I go up to the counter, and he won't look at me. Doesn't, he doesn't even say anything. And, he's, and I was like, uh, can, I place, can I place an order? And then he didn't say anything. And then I said what I wanted. He fucking slams his hand down on the table. I'm like, what the fuck? So then he goes and gets it. He's throwing this shit like on the fucking into the bowl. And then when he's done, he fucking throws Dude, it at me. Dude, I would have walked the fuck out, bro. Dude, he throws it at me like tosses it across the table like, like fast. Yeah. When I when I originally placed the order, I forgot this part. He literally said fuck to me. Like he verbally said fuck. Like I could mouth read when I'm walking through the door. Like oh god, here comes a guy who's gonna order the bowl again. Then he said fuck when I placed the order. So after he threw it at me, <laughs> as I'm walking out, I stop and I fucking um, Jimmy, not Jimmy Graham. Uh, the who's the Jimmy the, Triceps? No, uh, tight end on the Patriots. Gronk. Gronkowski that shit right into the fucking garbage so he could see me. Like, it's like he, Gronkowski's famous for spiking the shit out of the ball. The Gronk yeah. spike, yeah. I took this thing and I was like, bam, into the garbage. And I looked at him. I got in the car right, right on the website. I was like, you better fire this motherfucker. Wow. I was like, he, every time I've been in there, like literally verbally cursed at me, doesn't want to do his fucking job. And I never, ever went back. I said, you, you could give me a million dollars. I'm never coming back to your place. Because Shit. if you work at a goddamn juice place, you're going to make juice or make the bowls. It's on the menu. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Get another goddamn job. I honestly hope that guy right now is fucking homeless. <laughs> Can I, I really chime do. in for a second? Go ahead. What if the dude just had Tourette's, bro? Why would he have Tourette's? Because he's saying fuck like every two no, seconds. No, no, he his his <laughs> it's that's not that wasn't the case. He was furious that he had to work. He was furious that Joey Bags was walking in making him make fruit bowls and shit. Or maybe he just doesn't know how to make it. Nah, this happened on separate or occasions. Or maybe he was just wondering why Joe wasn't at Wendy's. No, so anyway, this was no fuck to, that guy. To this <laughs> chick that's that's at that juice bar over in Woodland Hills, uh, LA Fitness. Next time that I come in there, and if my pinky accidentally rubs up against your finger, you better lick your fucking finger, because I'm Robert fucking Frank. Oh, boy. And I will get you pregnant by fucking you licking your finger after you touch me. That's how masculine I am. I don't even know what I'm you know, saying. I, I do want to actually add something here. So yeah, a, as you talk about the hypermasculinity, oh, yes. there's a complete opposite thing going on now, which I fully support. And it's females who are, I don't, I don't want to say that they're, they're, maybe it's they're being very feminine. Uh, so there's another podcast. I love uh, feminine females. So let, let me hear, let me hear you. Let me hear. Uh, let me explain. Okay. Um, on the way to the airport, I decided to download a couple podcasts. I like right. our podcast, but I already know what we say. I don't need to listen to it. Right. Podcasts are becoming more and more popular. In California, Ray and I actually heard on the radio that iHeartRadio now is doing an award show for podcasts. That's how popular podcasts are becoming. Right. Dr. Phil just got a podcast, so I downloaded the episode of him and Shaquille O'Neal. It was amazing. It was great. And I downloaded a couple other things, some Gary V podcasts. Um, so yeah, podcasts are the future people. Um, they're, they're, there's a ton of them out now, but they're really, as streaming uh, music and videos and everything becomes increasingly more popular, um, radio is probably going to die in the next 10 years, if I were to guess. But anyway, podcasts are great. I downloaded 
It's called Barstool Sports has two girls called Call Her Daddy. Yeah, okay? I've, I've seen that before. I listened to a couple episodes. That's and, our competition, dude. Uh, yeah. No, not not correct at all. And I'm totally support anyone who wants to do their own thing. So you are hyper-masculine, people would say. They are very feminine. And what they do is they, if, if you are a guy and you are single or you cannot figure out how to get girls... Listen to their podcast because they are giving. They basically what they do is they talk about their nights and they talk about how being a woman nowadays, what they look for in a guy, and they basically tell guys how to get girls. Yeah. So I mean, you should listen to the podcast if you're a guy and you can't get a girl. I mean, it, it was great listening to that. Someone pull his uh, mic, telling uh, people to listen to another podcast. You can listen to more. I, I listen to five different podcasts. No, I know, I know. You can listen, listen to many po- yes, podcasts. Yes, definitely. Easy. Just send dick pics. Always works. <laughs> no, that's too. Day. But it, it was good. But anyway, um, to, to your point about hyper masculinity um, not being acceptable in reverse now being feminine, like very feminine. By that I mean like you expressing like how sexual you want to be and whatnot and being with many guys. So, so let me chime in on that real quick as we are. I don't know if we were in LA or we were in Vegas just before we close out the show here. Um, we, I don't know which one of the bros has stumbled across a bundle of Britney's Instagram, Britney Renner, who is like smoke show. Like I'm in love. Right. She says things on her Instagram, exact like similar to the, the podcast, similar yeah. to what that girl, those two girls' podcast, the the uh, uh, call her daddy. Call her daddy. Um, by the way, there's also a there's also a podcast that's called Girls Come To with a C U M. So I think we pretty much are in the safe zone here, where we could do and say anything we want here on the Glorious House of Gains podcast. Um, but anyway, one of us stumbled across Brittany Renner's Instagram. And she was talking about how she loves to suck dick and she loves uh, taking it in the ass. And she doesn't uh, she likes basketball, but she she doesn't root for a particular team. The only team that she roots for is if a player that she's banging that night is on the team, she'll root for that team just because she has a little rooting interest because she knows she's going to get plowed by some, you know, fucking mandingo at the end of the night. Um, (laughs) Sorry. As Joey's holding his side right now, for those of you who are not watching the live stream. But let Robert Frank say, I'm going to bang this fucking bitch's cunt tonight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to come in this girl's ear. I'm going to do anything that I could say that's the equivalent of whatever she's saying. That shit would be taken down, reported, fucking I'd be kicked off Instagram, shadow banned for life, and off the internet. Which is why... Um, yeah, I, I love this podcast platform because we can just do and say whatever we want. So I guess that's the moral of the story. No, I agree. But my moral of the story is if you're a guy nowadays, because years ago when we were younger, you didn't have all the social media. Like you would learn how to get a girl through like your small group of guy friends. Yes. And if you had a group of nerd friends, most likely you were a nerd and you weren't getting any girls. So how do you find out how to get girls? You're basically having to go talk to people or watch them do it. Now that there's these things like your Britney Renners or the Caller Daddy, 
I mean, you watch that, and they're like, they're, they're giving you the answers. You yeah. know what I mean? They're giving you the answers to the test, like Robert Frank, the, you know, the exactly. character does. He gives you bros, little sad bros. Oh, my girlfriend just broke up with me. I lost my job. I did this. I did that. My dog died. Who gives a fuck? Man up. There go should to the be gym. classes on sliding in people's DMs. Oh, I know someone who's not at the table tonight who would be a great instructor for that. <laughs> but we don't know his success rate, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we like, just know he does it. We don't know how, how well it like works 5%. out. Because that's how it works nowadays. Nobody actually goes up to a girl and talks to them. Everybody freaking, you know, jumps in DMs to try to kick it to a girl that they have or, interest in. Or they, in. they like, use I don't, date, dating apps. I don't yeah. even understand that. Like, I, That was one of the questions that we had on the, uh, the DM whisperers. The dude was like, how do you talk to a girl... You know, what do you say when you slide in somebody's DM? And I'm like, why slide in somebody's DM? Go go kick it. Like, yeah, I, but I, just, but listen, I guess it's a change in, in, in Exactly. In, in, and the, and the Call Her Daddy and the Britney Renners, those people are in their 20s. You know, we're older. So we don't really have advice on that. We can do it. We can give you the answer once you pass stage one because you're going to have to eventually get to stage two, which is what we always had as stage one, which is in-person conversation. So these girls uh, all help and give you advice on like how to get to the main show. You know what I mean? So I, I like the podcast. You, you should check it out because, Rob, some of the stuff that you say that gets removed that you were just talking about, yeah. they, they go to like the 10th degree uh, of what you're talking about. Yeah, and and again, I'd love for our podcast. I mean, I know we're a, a wide range of subjects and topics, and you know we do our little, our little uh, segments here and there, but I would love to start giving more like relationship advice and shit like that because like I have like a 90% male audience on my Instagram and you got it like a lot of the times I I don't get back to some of the DMs that like I see like if I'm looking at my phone a DM comes through I just happen to look at it it's the same shit like bros are so fucking sad these days like my they, girlfriend broke up with me yeah, I don't want to go to the gym anymore we were, we were picking it's DM whisper stupid. questions to read and everyone was the same Rob, my girlfriend just broke up with me. I don't know what to do. I don't have motivation. Fucking, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, but they, they do need help. And you're right. I enjoyed in the beginning, when we first started the podcast, we used to do like three questions yeah. where we'd all give our opinion. I really think that needs to come back uh, because it might be repetitive questions, but you never know who's listening one day. You could change someone's life one day if this is the first time they heard a podcast and, you know, they just heard those special words and it, it changed everything. So, Well, shout out to all the people who have I have gotten back to over at the Robert underscore Frank 615 Instagram page uh, for sending me the screenshot that you are part of the podcast crew now. You're part of the family. Um, a lot of the people say never been into podcasts, didn't even know what that fucking app was. And I looked at it every day that I was on my phone. I never knew what it was. Uh, never listened to a podcast. This is fucking awesome. I'm hooked. I'm going back from episode one listening. I'm up to like episode 17 now. You guys are amazing. So thank you guys so much. It means a lot to us. It gives us a little satisfaction that we're actually entertaining you guys. I mean, we would do this anyway. Joey said a couple weeks ago, if one person listened to our show, we would still be doing this podcast just because it's a way to get the bros together and we just get to, you know, make memories because the podcast once the live stream is over, it's going to live on the internet forever. You know what I mean? We'll be able to always go back and listen, which is the same reason why we do vlogs when we when we travel, because we like to remember this type of shit. I took a, I took a picture specifically of with the people we were with um, when we were in L.A. for Rob doing this TV show. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I didn't, like, release the footage. We saved that for future for when we want to do some kind of uh, video that has, like, the whole year in there. Yeah. But you want to remember those experiences, and that's why people, you know, should be taking pictures and videos of your own lives, document things, so you can look back and kind of see where you were and where you're now. Did you make any advancements, or are you just the same bum you were a year ago? You know what I mean? Yeah. And th- that picture, which... Uh, you know, hopefully everything works out, and I can put it up one day. There were two people in there, one specific person who is a somebody, and I'm still kind of shocked that... I think, they're, I think they're both somebody. They're both somebodies, but the one is more a somebody than the other. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't believe how we're now, you know, yeah, it's cool, we're top podcast. Yeah, it's cool, Rob's got videos of hundreds of millions. We did a stupid video where I was DJ Khaled. It's got like three million views. You know, all that's cool, and then we just keep it's up doing nine hundred and five k on Instagram, on Facebook alone, uh, on, in, Facebook. on Facebook on alone, Facebook, right? Yes. Yeah, um, things like that, and then now we're—I just can't believe now. You know, you're in a room with these people who have a lot of power in Hollywood and TV show. I mean, like I—I I, I feel like in a couple months or a year. I'm going to be on a set in Hollywood, you know, for a movie saying, I can't believe now I'm here. And then the year, you know, 2020, I can't believe we're at the White House and Rob's the president. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to go that <laughs> But anyways, um, yeah, again, amazing. Uh, we do have a super chat, guys. Uh, coming in, from, from, I knew Joshua Navarro Josh. was going to chime in. <laughs> Big Josh. Um, before I go into the super chat, because we are going to close out the show momentarily, everybody that's still in the live stream right now, if you want to shout out, give me a big 615 in the comments section on the live stream, and we will shout you out and thank you for uh, being a part of our show. But Joshua Navarro says, my moral of the story is fuck that shit, fuck them sissies, fuck their mamas, and fuck any sensitive reporting, useless, banning space of matter of human beings. So that's about sums it up. That that sums it up and that is Joshua Navarro in uh, in a nutshell. Always can count on him for uh, for some good quotes, good comments and uh, enjoy him being a part of the podcast. My prediction for Instagram and most platforms in a few years from now will be that they will be totally uncensored. That is my personal opinion. I think it should be. It's gone so far the opposite way. And then people, there's going to be a lot of backlash. And I truly believe in a couple of years, it'll go, it'll go just totally uncensored. I don't know if any of you noticed, but today, my news feed, I don't know what they did, but there are so many sponsored posts on my news feed today. Oh, God. It's, it's, almost, it's almost every three posts, the fourth one is an ad. Like, totally, gar- I reported one of the ads today because it was an advertisement for getting fake followers. And I'm yeah. like, how did they even approve this ad? Yeah. Like, that's the dumbest ad I've ever seen. Instagram would never allow that. So I reported it. I guarantee it gets taken down. But I, it looks like they're just c- cashing in um, with as much as they can from the ad revenue. And then at the same time, really just cracking down on what you're allowed to say. But I, I think eventually it, that'll all be over. So all the bros in the chat room, bros and broettes in the chat room, for hanging out with us tonight. I wanted to thank you guys so much. So do all the bros. W Raver 717 Lousers chiming in. Jesse James 2K says 615. Greetings from 4 a.m. in Norway. Thank you so much for tuning in. Trevor Baker, Nancy 80 Ferreira. Uh, I think I'm going to botch this name, and I apologize, but... 
Ialb Hashemi, it says 615. Uh, Nino in the house, of course. Joshua, I think, has been drinking again tonight because he's got the Tom Vargas syndrome. He's got 614, 612, 613, 618, 619. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have Hattie Viss in the house, Dylan CN, Andrew Heckathorn. Thank you guys so much. If I missed anybody, uh, I will get to you guys next week for sure. I apologize. Um, but anyways, this has been the Glorious House of Gains podcast, episode 42. Next week, special guest? Special guest next week. We are uh, assuming that I'm not in L.A. We are going to have uh, Marjan Sadapur, who is better known as Baddest XO from Instagram. We'll be in studio with the bros and we'll have some fun. And we'll talk some shop, and uh, it'll be a good show. So thank you guys so much. I, I just see a uh, Brent Carter, uh, Christianity, Justin Kingery, Jason Hicks. Uh, Jason Hicks. <laughs> That's a funny name. Uh, chiming in here in the uh, live stream. So this has been Episode 42, Glorious House of Gains Podcast. We are signing out. Swallow is the goal. Size is the prize. It's yeah. game to motherfucker. Let's go.